All right, welcome back to another episode of Monday Mic'd Up. Today, I'm... <laughs> <laughs> no, I have to work on these intros. But, yo, Hudson, say yeah. what's up. Say what's up to the people. What's up? I'm Hudson. It's nice to be here. Uh, just, you know, kicking it with my boy. Little Gora over here. Gora means white, by the way. Okay. Okay, just so you know. Yeah, gringo. Little gringo. Gringo. That's Mexican, bro. I'm pretty sure that's racist. It's got to be racist. No, nah, gringo is like white boy in, in Spanish. In Spanish? Yeah. Hola, soy Dora. That's about the Spanish I know, to be honest with you. Um, I wanted to, I wanted to, okay, so let's, let's, let's jump right into this, right? Let's jump right into this. Let's do it. Right. I've seen, I so I met you at the gym, yeah. right? I met you at the gym. I met you, when did I meet you, dude? Like, it was like January, late December or January. Right? Yeah, you saw me at my worst. That was crazy. And I saw you at your worst. Factual. And then I think. I want to talk about the way you progressed and like everything like that because I know you've had like a really really like I I wouldn't say difficult fast but it it was something for you to like get over and I think a lot of people are struggling like alongside of you yeah and I think like you sharing how you feel now versus how you did and like what changed your mindset completely is like something that can benefit like a lot of people so why don't we just like jump right into that okay for sure so let's start off like er- like earliest like what got you into that gym like what when was the moment where you real- where you realized you were like okay like i'm like low-key depressed so i'm gonna track i'm gonna backtrack just a little bit go for it so i'm gonna go back to kind of just like growing up a little bit just a little bit yeah. and so you know growing up uh just family struggles for sure always you know just difficult times um trying to figure out who i was trying to figure out you know just my place in life and you know, really just, like, where to start. And so... What made you feel, like, lost, though? Really just, like, even inside, you know, just, like, the house. Just trying to find my role in the house um, amidst family struggles. So Where it was, like, your home. Like, your home never really felt like home. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, you know, growing up, it always felt like home was just kind of somewhere that I stayed. I didn't really feel like a home. It was more of, like... I'm going back to my house, not my home, you know. I'm going to where I sleep at, to where I can eat, to, you know, where I have a room. But it's not really home, if that makes sense. Yeah, like, you just you just go there to sleep, like you said. Yeah. And you just, like, you're working, like, all day. Exactly. Trying to get out of the house. But right. what got you what got you back into that? So, really, whenever my parents, uh, when they both became sober, mm-hmm. that, really, that really just sparked kind of like a rebuild for me. Um, it sparked just the ability for me just to, to be able to feel comfortable again in the house, uh, just to, you know, kind of be able to find myself again, find my role, like I was talking about earlier, um, and really just to be able to, to grow in myself and just as a man in general. So, like, your parents' sobriety, when, when they got sober, you were like, okay, like, that, that gave you, like, that right motivation to, like, go for it, right? Right, exactly. Like, that just gave me a lot of hope. It gave me hope for the future, uh, you know, that the struggles were starting to fade away. Uh, just more hope for the future. Uh, you know, just, just a brighter a brighter look on life. So, was, would you, like, consider that, like, the main factor? What would be, like, adding factors to that? I would definitely say that was a big factor uh, just for mental health growing up. You know, I maybe never really understood what depression was, uh, you know, what anxiety was, uh, just just mental health in general. I never understood. And, you know, growing up as a boy, 
you know, you're always told just to kind of push your feelings behind the curtains and, you know, just kind of drown it out from everybody else. So it was definitely a struggle growing up, not really knowing what it was that I was struggling with, but just knowing that I was struggling. And I think that, you know, the, my parents sobriety kind of helped me more understand what it was that I was struggling with and to be able to be a little bit more open about it and just kind of to understand, you know, this is what it is. It's okay. It's part of life. You know, maybe you need to get help. You got to work through it. It is what it is. Yeah, I think it's 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 really difficult to change like your initial mindset because yeah. I know like when when you are in that phase because you know like we we struggle together. Yeah, right. Like it was, there was a exactly. moment in time where we were both like pushing each other in the gym. We were like, like you got to get this done. You got to get it out of your system and stuff like that. And so it was really difficult to change your mindset because I know you know like when you are feeling like that, you have no motivation to do oh, yeah. anything. You have no energy and like the ability to like force yourself to actually do it it's it's absolutely crazy like dude it got to the point where like even to go downstairs and like even get something to eat right it was just like i didn't i there's no way that i want to do it it felt like a job it felt like a job and you were like oh man like i don't want to do it no more but i honestly think that like i want to say like the quarantining helped me yeah but at the same time i i kind of want to say like it made it worse at the very beginning but, dude, like, when we got out of it and I was seeing life in, like, a whole different way, because that really was, like, the changing point for me. Because, like, it was after that that we met in the gym. Right. Exactly. And it was, like, I think it was that that, like, actually put me in the gym. Yeah. And I was just, like, bro, like, I got I got to get, like, it together. Because, like, dude, right. you look at yourself. You, like, I was sitting in my room and I was just, like, there's no way that, like, I'm sitting here looking like a big, like, aloo, like a little potato. And I'm just, like, there, curled up, scrolling on my phone on, like, TikTok and stuff. Like, and I'm watching everybody do all this other cool stuff that I could never do, but I I could do it, but I never did it. You know, right, there was yeah. a, there was no motivation. It was like that exactly. lack of it. Yeah. And dude, I gotta say, like, seeing you go from like where you were to where you are now, you're about to go to college, by the way. I know. Yeah, you're excited for that. Eight days. I'm Eight so excited. Days. <laughs> so excited. Ooh, that's nerve wracking, bro. Yeah. That's so nerve wracking. It is. And you're, what are you majoring mm-hmm. in again? I'm going to do business, entrepreneurship, and marketing. Hey, so hopefully, welcome, welcome to business. I know. Welcome to Entrepreneurship 101 right here. Welcome to Entrepreneurship 101. I mean, I hope. At least. Yeah. Yeah. Big like, time. Like, comment, subscribe. You feel me? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but kind of to jump back into, like, the main point, like, going back to it, how would you say, like, COVID kind of affected you? Or, like, not, not COVID, but, like, quarantine. For me, personally, I would say quarantine, as much as it was a struggle, like for the world itself, I would say quarantine actually helped me a lot because just kind of being locked up to where you're, you know, you're confined to kind of your house and just like going outside a little bit um, actually really helped me a lot despite just kind of like the struggles of it all. It really helped me just to to be able to like have time to myself to not only think, but to kind of make plans for the future. And so I would, you know, I'd go outside on my bike and ride you know, 15 miles a day on my bike, just ride up and down yeah, these trails outside. So you actually went out of the house. Yeah, somewhere. I did. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah. Like, I'm telling you, bro, there was, like, weeks where I was just, like, over here. The only time I went outside was to literally put the trash outside. Really? I swear. And, like, the barbershops were closed and everything yeah. like that. I'm going to see if I can find a picture, and I'll put it up on here. Bro, oh, my God. I look like a... My beard didn't connect. Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, it was, it was mad bushy, right? 
But there was like this one part like right over here, uh-huh. and I was so pissed. I was like, this thing better connect, because I swear to God, like by the time I get out of quarantine, like I need this to connect. Dude, my hair was like long. Like, Me too. Good. I mean, your hair is long right now. Yeah, you got a little long. mop. You got that yeah. little TikTok. I got a, I got the, little, the white boy fro. <laughs> yeah. For lack I didn't of a better word. Hey, I didn't say it. You did. I said it, so it's okay. Yeah. I said Because outside of this podcast, we be making mad racist jokes, but like that's for us to know. Yeah. Right? No one else. Yeah. Moving right. on. <laughs> if it's about ourselves, it's okay. Exactly. Yeah. So you you said uh, you used to bike 50 miles a day. 15, the, 15. Oh, 15. Like 15 to 20. 15 to 20. I was about to say, I'd be like, that's good. Your quads must be crazy. They were at the time. Yeah. yeah. They were for sure. I mean, I was, you know, I was in I was in pretty good shape, you know, just riding every day and just finding ways to to get out of the house any way I could even though it was kind of just like in the neighborhood and you know, riding out riding your bike out in the woods and you know, just taking a speaker with you, listening to music, kind of just letting the air kind of just like flow through your, out, yeah. Yeah, flow through you just getting to be outside when you're not really supposed to be outside was just like a good freeing feeling and it was mm-hmm. like you know, I would go out there, I'd just listen to music, and I would just think think about, like, all the things that had happened in my life, just kind of reflect and plan for the future and be like, you know, okay, maybe this is what happened, but here's where I want to be, you know? Mm-hmm. I got to keep going. I got to keep pushing myself. I got to I gotta think about where I want to be at the next stage so that I can push myself to get there. And 100%. so that was, that was a really good factor in just, like, getting myself to the next level and getting outside of those struggles uh just in the family in the early stage uh and you know that eventually led to my parents sobriety and just kind of continued helping me yeah because uh, it's kind of crazy because like i started this whole thing and like you know in a, in a form of like okay like you know like we have it like so we have it bad right, right? like like right. brown brown kids like people of color and stuff like that Cause I think I was I was living in that stereotypical mindset where I was like you know like white people are like chill like you right know, there's like there's no, there's nothing wrong with them like they can go out with, like at two a.m. and like their parents don't care and stuff like that like but like I think ever since I met you I was just like damn like this is kind of crazy yeah because like I don't think I've ever met anyone that I can like relate to on like this type of level yeah exactly right? I agree yeah because our like, our parents are very similar like in their just like values and beliefs and like the way that our houses run oh yeah 100 yeah. percent. like we're like i think i think it's safe for me to say now though that like be from before like now i think family orientation like I'm, I'm a very family oriented person now like now it's like like yeah there were bad things but like i think ever since i started to like communicate with them and i was like okay like look i came out to them about like depression i came out to them yeah. about anxiety uh, I didn't come out to them as anything else because I'm I'm straight. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, oh man. But that, that's a story for another one, right? That's a story for another time. Yeah. <laughs> for another one. Uh, episode two when we come back out. Right, when, right. You, when you come back, yeah. when you come out next break. Um, Stay tuned for that one. Oh yeah, definitely, most definitely. That one's gonna be dope. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's gonna be crazy. The, I, I'm a, I, I like that one, but uh, yeah, I think it, it's the way like the way i i feel like age kind of like adapted and everything like that like time pro time changed everything like it's yeah. kind of it's even crazy to think back like not even like maybe a year ago around this same time i was in like a completely different phase of my life yeah and so were you totally and it's like when you look when you take that time to like reflect back it's like i think that quarantine really helped people like reflect yeah right? big like, time. like you were saying yeah yeah because i know it helped you it, it didn't do that for me i learned how to reflect after quarantine no it this died. is based on the, the no there's no space on the memory card Uh oh 
Okay, it's okay though. Like, don't trip because we're gonna keep this running, and you're gonna talk more about your life story, and I'm gonna go clean some footage off the the memory card because okay, that's just how we do it. So go ahead and talk. Okay, uh, so kind of just like continuing on from where we left off, just like after COVID, uh, you know, just like post post COVID times, um, you know, we just we kind of had to adapt to the new life, um, just the way that the world kind of was turning into just like a different a different era for sure um you know just more online things and all kinds of different changes like that um and for me personally you know i was still in like still in high school and uh you know really focusing on just making good grades and baseball and football and you trying were, to find a balance you were younger than me right yeah yeah i mean you i mean obviously you are younger than me right i graduated in 2020 yeah you know that yeah so you graduated right during I graduated the of all of it. covid you graduated this year this year yeah dude how was that how was so that means that you were what grade were you in when quarantine hit i was a freshman you were a freshman i was a freshman oh my god dude yeah. it's been four years it's been four years what the heck it's crazy it's okay. crazy to look back on that. how how different was like talk can you talk about how school was for you yeah because like and then i'll talk about how it was for me but like you go first okay like, for sure so i went to allen um you know i mean allen is the biggest public high school in texas you know i mean like two thousand kids in my class uh just tons of kids running through there um but so when covid hit i was a freshman so i was at the freshman center so it was just freshmen at the one school so it was a little bit different but Wait, i remember was that lowry yeah, Lowry. Lowry. My sister Freshman went to Center. Lowry. Really? Okay. Yeah. Okay. I didn't know that. But, you know, Lowry is kind of a crazy place. Just everybody trying to figure out how high school is going to work. You know, all a bunch of freshmen with, you know, all kinds of different things running through their brains. Um, and so we started out just like a full, you know, three, uh, full like three quarters of the year. We're pretty normal. Uh, I remember like February. January, February, and then like right before spring break, you know, people talking about coronavirus and how coronavirus was just like a crazy flu that would kill people. And I was always like, you know, oh, that must be, you know, somewhere far away, you know, like it's not going to be here in, a, in like the States in America. And then, you know, all of a sudden we go on spring break and it's like you're you just keep hearing news stories about coronavirus. And so, you know, I started reading more up about it and I realized that it, it was close to home more than everybody thought it was affecting people around us. Um, and then we got that second week of spring break and it was like, man, this is real. It's like, this is real. Were you, were you listening to Uzi's album? Yes. You were. Yes. <laughs> Do you remember yes. what song? No, I don't remember what song, but I do remember that it came out and I was like, you know, at least there's something, at least there's something. And then you had like Roddy too. That was when he had just dropped you know, and the box was crazy and just all those songs like that. And, you know, so there was some good music during that time. And then Baby dropped an album in like April, you know, and he had social distancing on there. That one was a banger for sure. Uh, there was some good music coming out. So that that was that was definitely beneficial, um, you know, but just just crazy with the world picking up the way that it was uh, at the time. And so, you know, school changed for sure. It all went online. Uh, it was really easy. How was you thought online school was easy? I thought it was really easy because at Allen they gave us like your entire week's worth of school, or like your entire week's worth of work, 
it opened on Monday at, you know, at midnight. So basically you could get up Monday morning and if you wanted to, you could finish all your school on Monday or you could wait until Sunday at midnight to turn it all in. Uh, but for me personally, I would always just get up on Monday morning and do it all, uh, you know, get it done. It really wasn't even a lot because they didn't really know how online school would work, um, you know, because it's kind of like the first for that in, high, in the high school world, at least. And so I'd get all my work done, uh, you know, and then I would just have the rest of the week to go ride my bike or, you know, just do whatever, play Xbox, really just, you know, do do the little amount of things that we could. Um, but I didn't mind it because it just it gave me more time to not worry about school and just honestly have like a little break from that. Uh, you know, despite all the problems that were going on at the time. No, 100%. I definitely agree with that. I think um, the thing that, like, bothered me the most, though, like, with everything, is just, like, can you keep talking for, like, two minutes, bro? Yeah. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah. And so, like, going off past COVID, like, going into my sophomore year, uh, you know, we're going back to school. It's very different. They changed, like, how the hallways work and everything, so there's less face-to-face contact. Um, you know, they're changing. You got to wear a mask in school at all times. You know, for playing football, we had to wear a mask on the field some of the times. Uh, so that was that was definitely a change. It's, it's weird, you know, practicing out with your teammates, and, you know, you're all you're all masked up, and you can't be close to each other. And so it's kind of like you, you lose that brotherhood sense in a way. But the few people that you are close with, so like for me personally, my linebacker group, I got really close with them. So it was cool just to just to kind of like refocus, refocus your attention onto like a smaller group of people and really just be able to kind of connect with them. You know, like I said, amidst the struggles, um, but it was definitely a fun year. You know, COVID, COVID football was fun. Just a lot less people, uh, you know, playing with your buddies and just kind of going out there and, you know, doing what you can do. Because for a lot of places like California, they didn't even get to play football in the fall. They had to they had to wait till the spring. So, like, a lot of people were transferring out. And, you know, we are blessed that in Texas we, we were able to play and that everything was under control and, you know, everything like that. So that was, that was, definitely, that was definitely a positive. Um, and then kind of just, like, going on into my next year, so, like, my junior year, you know, everything kind of got more back to normal. Uh, just in the sense that it was like we didn't have to wear masks and, you know, classes were kind of starting to get back to where they used to be and you know, more face-to-face contact, less online stuff, um, kind of going back to, to how it was before COVID, I guess. Yeah, it's it was really weird to see how, like, everything changed. Like, yeah. It was so weird. It was. You know, everything changed. So in 2020, when I graduated, <clears throat> it was actually peak, like, like COVID time. So... <sighs> I remember I was sitting in math class and I've told this story on here before, so I'm not going to go through like the pain of repeating it again. And I know I've told you this too, so I'm not going to go through the pain of repeating it right, again. Right, right. Um, it, I guess like when college started, bro, I was like, I was done. Like th- everything was online and I was so, so tired of it all. I yeah. was like, there's no way that I'm waiting. Even though the classes were online, I was like, there's no way like I'm going. And I remember like my first semester that I actually went in person, I had to wear a mask and my anxiety Oh my god! Through the roof. COVID made my social anxiety like skyrocket, bro. Yeah. Like genuinely skyrocket. I would start sweating, like in my car. Like I had the AC on full, and I remember I was sweating in my car, and I was like, "No, no, no!" Like I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. And I remember I got in that class, and I was like, 
no way like there, there's no way like dude my the back of my shirt was sweaty and i looked and i i, I, I was trying to sit in the back right because right? yeah. like, who sits in the front nowadays exactly if you sit who in the front you're a loser yeah agree you gotta sit in the back <laughs> you gotta sit Have in the back to. yeah that's where all the that's where all the cool kids that that don't want to pass sit. yeah so sit in the front kids right Sit in the front. <laughs> sit in the front if you want to make a great. Yeah, exactly. No, hundred percent. But yeah. I confused you a little bit there. My yeah. fault. If you want, um, if you want to be like us, you sit in the back. Yeah, don't be like us. Well, be like him. Mm. Risen, 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 risen up. I'm under my cup. <laughs> <laughs> no, but so I remember back in my shirt sweaty, and I had longer hair at that time. So my hair would like the, you know how like your hair like sweat trickles on yeah. the back. I know you know it on the back the, of your on neck. the back of your neck. Yep. Yep. And I remember, and I kept running my hands through my hair so that people wouldn't see that I was sweating. But, you know, when you run your hands through your hair, you lift up your arms and now have pit stains. Yep. Tell me why on the first day of class I decided to wear a pink t-shirt. Ooh, I wore I know, a pink t-shirt. I know and the sweat stains It was that. summer. It was summer. It was summer of, not 2020, it was the summer of 2021. And that's when, like, quarantine was, like, still a thing, right? Yeah. Bro, pit stains. My anxiety was skyrocketing. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm better now at it right like obviously there's still like some stuff because like you know body dysmorphia is crazy uh we were actually talking about this earlier body dysmorphia is so bad it's a huge factor it's in, such in the way that we live honestly no it's so bad yeah, yeah it's such a big factor and like i keep telling myself i'm like look like if i'm so self-obsessed not self-obsessed i wouldn't say self-obsessed i would say like if I'm so focused and intrigued on, like, myself and, like, how I look, like, oh, my God, like, dude, is my fat showing? Like, you know, like, am I, like, am I looking skinny enough? Or, like, is my chest, right. like, looking way too big? Yeah. Then if I think like that, then, and I know that other people also think like that, then I never look up at other people. So why are other people looking up at me? Yeah. You know? For sure. It's like, there's nothing to trip about. Right. And it's the Honestly. same thing at the gym. <laughs> exactly. But can we agree that... I mean, obviously, the gym made us so much better, like, mentally, for sure. Like, that helped, that helped me mentally a lot. Uh, if, if, because we didn't abuse it. We did right. it right. Right, right. <laughs> we did but it right. But what I will say, though, the gym definitely makes the body dysmorphia worse. Oh, my. Like, so crazy. Much. It helps you so much mentally, but then it also puts this new thing into your brain where it's like you're so worried about how you look all the time. And you're looking up to these influencers mm -hmm. who are always posting, you know, and you're like, bro, he's so jacked. Like, I just want to look like that. You know, like, I'm going to work so hard to look like but, that. But, but you never will. But there are some real ones, though. It just yeah. depends on who you watch. Because if you're scrolling through, like, your For You page and, like, your your For You page is, like, full of, like, gyms and stuff like that, obviously, you're going to have all these influencers, like, that are going to be like, oh, my God, like, you know, do this, do that, do this, and do that. But they never really talk. They never, they show the good stuff. And they don't yeah. show the struggles. And that exactly. pisses me off about influencers. Because I'm like, like, why are you not showing, like, what, what the reality is? Like, I get, like, people want to be entertained and stuff like that. And, I mean, that is, like, a giant factor into why like people are influencers and why they influence why they post the stuff that they do post but i think it just kind of irks me because i'm like like nobody has a perfect lifestyle like watching influencers ruins a person's mindset because now they're like oh my god like i have to be like them absolutely but their life isn't perfect bro right. the number one person that i used to watch right or I still watch him, Alex Eubank. Yeah, me too. Alex Eubank is literally, I think he's one of the top like influencers that I'm like watching. And Sam Selleck. Yeah. Sam Selleck's goaded. His cut's going to go crazy. Agree. His cut's going to go crazy. He started his cut. Alex Eubank, ha he, he looks amazing, right? Like yeah. he has amazing genetics. Thousand right? percent. And he has a really big following and a really big fan base. But now, like recently, I think he was admitted to the hospital. 
mm-hmm. right? For yeah. like, cause, cause he didn't, he starved himself. Yeah, he did because of his body dysmorphia. Yeah, and I'm just thinking about it, and I'm like, yo, do you know how crazy that is? Cause he's like the, he's like one. Of the, we, I think we can agree that he's like one of the best looking dudes, bro. If I was, if I was like, ding, you feel me? I would, yeah. go, bro. I'd be running toward that man, bro. Exactly, and it's crazy to look at him and just like see that and how his whole following you know he has a huge following he looks really good he's like staying consistent in the gym every day you know he's, he works hard he's got everything bro. going for him and it's like he still struggles with body dysmorphia he, he works still. hard like dude i can't lie like he's that one person that like if i ever met in person i would just be like that that like respect like yeah hat like literally i would if i if i wasn't wearing a hat i would take a hat and i would take it off i'd be like hats off to you bro like that 100%. is that's absurd and also like the trend twins yeah bro they they their story and lex little did you did you see that story only a little bit not a lot okay well lex little like his story is actually kind of crazy and i think it's so nice to see like i guess now and like this these like these times where like now that we've advocated and now that we've talked about it now people are kind of like starting to be like okay like we're being kind of idiotic right you know by like not showing like everything because it's ruining people like you like influencers i don't i don't really know the percentage but i know influencers make up like i wouldn't say a majority of the population but there is like a, a good certain, a, yeah it's a good, a good chunk amount of it. it's a yeah good it's a good sure. amount and it's like if, if all you're promoting is like this perfectness and this perfect lifestyle and you don't you yourself don't live it if you yourself live it a hundred percent i would be like like okay like yeah like now like this is a person that i can follow right you know yeah but if you're not if you're not living it then why are you promoting it like i get that you want to be like that and it, it's okay if you want to be like that right but you have to like live that lifestyle to even be showing it off yeah and that's one thing that i really like admire about alex is that he will make videos specifically dedicated to how he's not perfect have you watched those videos yeah. where he he yeah. has he has like a it's a pretty long it's probably like a 25 minute episode on youtube where he literally just goes into his struggles about depression and he talks about how just like growing up you know he like his struggles from there and just how like being an influencer and just everything about and like about his own struggles and so he keeps it real and i feel like that's something definitely just to like admire is that just even though you know like we said earlier he has this huge following like he's still willing to to explain what's not good about it and i think I think that that's like just really beneficial for people like us who who watch people like that like yeah. all the time. You know, we're always watching to see what their lift is for the day or like what they're doing or you know like what what goals they're hitting. And it's it's helpful for us to be like, you know, he might have a lot going for him, but he still has stuff that's not going his way. Like he still yeah. has his own struggles. And I think, but that's he's beneficial. not hiding it. Yeah, like that's exactly. the one thing. Like if you're an influencer and you're you're like showing off this perfect lifestyle and like you're doing it so you can become a better person then okay like completely agree with that but i mean i kind of get like every time i say stuff i'm like okay wait let me let me like backtrack it yeah because like like on this on the the internet there's there's not really such a thing like as being real i know you know what i mean well because you can put anything on the internet you want to yeah exactly and like people will believe it but yeah it's not like real and i think people get shamed for like being so real Mm -hmm. about certain things and they get like hated on but it's the same people that are actually hating are just the people that are like insecure yeah they're insecure about certain things you know and like i can't lie like i'm i'm hella insecure yeah at times right at times like there's sometimes when my confidence is like skyrocketing 
But other times, like most of the time, it's just like that little insecure person who's just hiding behind like a fake persona of like confidence. Absolutely. And that confidence is like what gets you like through life. But I'm telling you, like, you have to stop thinking that you're the only person in the world that's going through this stuff. Absolutely. I think once I stopped like thinking like that and I was like, okay, like, you know, there is a place that other people like feel like they're like, uh, you're not the only person that feels like this. You know, and once yeah. you once you start thinking about it, and once you're like, once you let it out, even if it's like, even if you scream at like the wall or anything yeah. like that, like it yeah. doesn't matter. But like, as long as you let it out. Now I was talking about this on one of the other episodes, and I was like, just let it out. Like, why why do you have to keep it in? Like, you keep it in, and you and it just builds inside of you until you eventually like explode. Yeah. And who knows what that explosion can be? You're filling up a water bottle, but it can only take so much until it starts to leak out, right? I didn't even think about it that way. You know, Ooh, it can only hold smart. so it can only hold so much before it starts to leak out. Yeah. No, exactly that. Yeah. yeah, I didn't even think about that. That's a really smart analogy. I'm at a loss for words, be completely real with you. Like that got me thinking. There's this one thing. Um there's actually this one thing that I wanna like point out real quick. That kinda like once I learned about it, uh okay, so I'm Muslim, you know that. Right. right. Like you're Christian. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But in Islam there's actually this thing. <clears throat> so we have a call to prayer, right? And I think you were hearing it earlier. Were you hearing it earlier? downstairs yeah yeah yeah, yeah. okay okay yeah. so that's like our call to prayer right okay so when we're born mm-hmm. we hear that call to prayer okay right but whenever the call to prayer is announced you have to pray after right, right like right, you, right. you know how we pray like the, the, yeah. the yoga thing yeah yeah oh my god <laughs> i'm gonna get hit off for yoga? that yoga <laughs> no not yoga it's, hey. it's, it's like a full body thing though, yeah like, yeah you know? i've seen it so you when we're born we get the call to prayer but there's no prayer that's formed like performed right mm-hmm. but when we die there's no call to prayer, but that prayer is performed. So your call to prayer is answered when you die, but it's heard when you're born. And that kind of puts everything into a perspective because you're like, bro, like life is so short. Yeah. You know what I mean? Honestly. Like, like all these moments in time, everything, everything that we're going through right now, like it's only momentarily, like it's only, it's not permanent. No. You know? Yeah. Like nothing of, none of this is going to stay, you know, like. This name isn't going to stay. Like, this computer's not going to stay. Like, you know, this whole brand that I'm building. Like, who knows? Right. You exactly. know what I mean? It's, it all fades away. Exactly. Like, you worked so hard. You made so much money during the summer. <laughs> right? Like, where's that? that that's not going to go with you to the grave. No. You feel me? Like, your problems aren't going to go to the grave with you. So, like, why, why, why think about them so much? That's, and that's, like, you know, I mean, obviously, like, being different in faith a little bit. Is, is different for sure yeah. but like there is a way that we connect oh, 100%. faith because it's really not all that different and so it's like for like as a christian you know it talks about in the bible of you know it does like your whole life is so short that it's like why would you spend so much time focusing about like your struggles as it is right it's like live your life for the lord so that when you die you have something to look back on and be like, I did what I was called to do, and now I get to live in eternity with the Creator, right? Exactly. And so it's like, all the, like it's not exactly the same, but it's very, very similar in the aspect of how like our book teaches us oh, yeah, to live, you know. And so it's like, it really just teaches you that like life is so short, and nothing that we deal with is gonna carry over. So it's like if you can just push through it. And just keep battling every day. Just go to war. 
like against your own self. It's just like grind, just figure bro. it out. Yeah, it's let, like let God work. Have you seen that one Bucky episode where he's a? Uh, have you seen Bucky? I don't watch anime. Okay, well, there's just one scene. I'll I'll show it to you on TikTok. Okay, and he's shadow boxing, but but you know who Bucky is though, right? Yeah, like, he's like this built dude, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so there's this one scene where he's shadow boxing, and bro starts like fighting someone, and he's going so fast. That he literally creates a shadow image of Mike Tyson and he's battling him. Really? And it's like, it's kind of like the same thing. It's kind of like shadow boxing, you know? Like, it's just with your life and it's with, well, I wouldn't say it's forever. It's until you get better. But the truth is, is that you are going to get better. Yeah. You know, we are going to get better. You and can't, you never stay go. in the same place. You always either go up or go down. So it's like, why go down? Exactly. Uh, the thing is that you can never really go down though. When you think about it, because the only way up is, the only way is, like, up. Yeah. Because even if you think that you're falling back, you can't really fall back because you have the knowledge now. Like, you learned about it, you know? And if you don't learn from it, then you're just going to stay at that one place. Yeah. You're not going to go up, but you're, you're not like, going to go down. Well, it's like, once you get to a certain point, you can't go any lower. So, it's like, it's like I'm already here. Like, what, what's holding me here? Nothing. I might, I might as well build. I might as well keep going. We could keep talk, progressing. We could talk about this forever, but we're at thirty-two minutes. Oh wow! I know. Wow. Um, so let's let's end this off. And then, if you guys did enjoy this episode, um, let us know in the comments. Um, let Hudson know. I'll I'll find your yeah. inst- I'll tag your I'll tag your Instagram. Perfect. You good, good with that? Yeah, that works. Okay, yeah. Sure. So we'll tag his Instagram. Uh, don't forget to check out Safe Space. Safe Space is in our bio. Uh, Safe Space is essentially. Did I tell you what Safe Space is? No, nah, you didn't tell me about it. Okay, so Safe Space is actually the thing. It's a Google form that okay. we have in our Instagram bio, and it should be up on our website too, brown blooded Um It's basically like a completely anonymous form. Like there's okay. no, there's nothing there, right? Yeah. Like I can I can read them, but I don't really check it. Cause you know, like it's just a it's just a place where people can either ask us questions or they can let out absolutely anything that they want inside of their mind. You know, like you know when I was telling you that yeah. you can scream to a wall, absolutely scream to safe space. Yeah, you know, do it. It's, it's fill a, it out. Yeah, exactly. There's no character limit. It's completely anonymous. Like we don't know who sends it. We don't know what's going on. And it's just a really safe. It's just a place for you to let out your thoughts and just be able to kind of gather them. And so that's something that that's something new that we launched. We've been promoting okay. that. Um, again, don't forget to check us out on Instagram, uh, TikTok, um, YouTube, Spotify, um, everything. Everything. Go follow. <laughs> go, go follow. Go follow. If you like yeah. what you're listening, go follow. Exactly. 100%. Oh, support. Yeah. Support. I hope you guys really enjoyed this episode. I, I actually enjoyed this episode. I enjoyed a lot. it too. There we go. I appreciate, appreciate you for that. having me on. I got you, dog. You my <laughs> twin. Yes, sir. Um, but yeah. And then, do you know our outro? I don't know the outro. Okay, you're good. I don't know the okay, outro. On three, we're going to be stay brown blooded. Okay? I got you. Okay. One, two, three. Stay Stay brown brown blooded. Peace out. (laughs)